Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mike the intern, already discussing what we're going to make for Thanksgiving dinner. What's your What's your favorite? Okay, are you a side guy or are you like the just straight up turkey guy or ham guy? No, the straight up turkey. Uh, usually the white meat on it, it, it's dry and tasty and all that. That's what I much prefer. So you just straight up to the turkey, not a side guy? No, not really, necessarily. Really? Really? See, I could, I could literally have a whole meal of sides and I'd be happy. <laughs> it's mac and cheese. Mashed potatoes and gravy, of course, the green bean casserole. And you have to have the stuffing. You gotta have the stuffing, yeah. Well, I thought you said you weren't a side guy. Well, sometimes. <laughs> we'll talk about desserts tomorrow. So, uh, were the Missouri State Bears basketball team enjoying some dessert after a game last night, or Absolutely were they not? Absolutely, they were. This is a very interesting basketball team. They can score. That's the that's the key. They can rack up some big points. They did so against Sam Houston State in their most previous game prior to last night. Last night, they're playing Long Beach State out of California, obviously. And it was 28 to 20 at one time in the second ha- in the first half, late in the first half, 28 20, and the Bears went on a 23 to nothing run. 23 nothing, put it out of reach. They, Long Beach State's 49ers weren't about to come back in this one. Bears won 92 to 66. This is a pretty good Bears basketball team. How great they are remains to be seen, but they can put the ball in the basket, and after all, you're counting the points. They do play fair defense. That's that's one of the key elements of this ball club. They have big scorers. Isaiah Mosley had 23 last night. Gage Prim had 20. This team, this team can ripple those nets, and they certainly did so last night. 92-66. Tonight they play East Tennessee State. That'll be a different story. The East Tennessee State Buccaneers are pretty good. And the Bears have played them in the past. Like about, I think the last time was about 10 or 15 years ago they played this team. But it'll be a pretty good challenge. Just the second round of the Naples basketball tournament in which they're playing. And the championship round will be tomorrow night. But it's a pretty good Bears team. And they're going to have to be pretty good because they play a very difficult schedule. They definitely do. But uh, like you said, they could definitely put the ball in the hoop. But you know what? That only goes so far. Got to have that D, baby. You do. That was the Charlie Spoon Hour theory. You can have all the points in the world, but you better stop the other team. And so far, other than the opening game against Southeast Missouri, the Bears have stopped the other team. They've outscored them in many respects, but and, and that's really the key. That's what Dana Ford's teams like to do. They like to outscore their opposition, and so far that is happening. Yes, that's good to see. Now, the jury teams, how are they doing right now? They play tonight. Both the men and the women play tonight. It's kind of a... Uh, oh, a quadruple header, if you can have that, over at the O'Reilly Family Event Center. The Lady Panthers will play tonight at 5.30 in their first game, and the guys will play Southeastern Oklahoma about 7.45 tonight, and then Arkansas Monticello tomorrow night, and they flip-flop with Missouri S&T. The team from Rolla plays in the afternoon over there. The Lady Panthers playing at 5.30 tonight, play Saginaw Valley State out of Michigan. They're pretty good. And Union from Tennessee tomorrow night, and Union's in the top 25. So these will be pretty good little pre-Thanksgiving challenges, but all that's occurring tonight and tomorrow night over at the O'Reilly Family Events. Plenty of action on the north side of town. Now, he might actually have himself a little bit of a career after he gets done proving himself on the court, maybe in a uh, boxing ring. (laughs) 
The Braun, dude. I, I, you know, I it, it, maybe he's been watching too much hockey as of late. But yeah, he he got down and dirty in Detroit, didn't he? It was it was inadvertent. I really think I don't I don't think he did it on purpose. He gets a one game suspension out of this, but he came down with a rebound in the game Sunday against the Detroit Pistons. And as he did so, I don't know why he would have his fist closed, but I don't think it was intentional. He came around and clobbered some guy, Isaiah Stewart, in the face and drew blood. Opened up a pretty big wound. Well, at first, LeBron reached out. Hey, didn't mean it or anything like that. Well, Mr. Stewart took umbrage at what happened and uh, went after, which is a big mistake. You ever seen LeBron James? Huge. Huge oh, man. Oh, my. Come, come on. Huge. You want to challenge like this Like I said, guy? he could box. Oh, Lord. <laughs> come on, man. You're out of your mind. Anyway, they started to go after each other. Benches empty. There was some wrestling and all that sort of thing. Uh, LeBron, to his credit, didn't pursue. The other guy did. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the other guy, gets, Isaiah Stewart, gets a two-game suspension for his flagrant actions on the court. LeBron gets one because it's hard to determine. I don't think he did it on purpose. He's not that kind of a guy. But it did happen, and it was a, a eight-stitch wound that he opened up with a Woo-wee. slam to the face. That's a pretty big accident, <laughs> if you ask me. It it uh, having played basketball and also having played football, I think it's kind of one of those things where when you're inside and you're close, fists get closed, things get pulled, people get poked, things get grabbed that you don't want, but it's all part of the game. It does, Ned. So Missouri State Bears get to host a playoff game, first time at home in a very, very long time. I mean... There are guys my age that haven't seen this. <laughs> I personally don't remember it, but I was alive the last time it happened. I just was little. Anyway, Tennessee Martin comes to town. Should the Bears be scared? They are a deceptive team. <laughs> Tennessee Martin can play the game. They're the Ohio Valley Conference champions. The Ohio Valley is not as good as the Missouri Valley Conference, but then again, no other league in the country is as good as the Missouri Valley, in my opinion. I think it's the best of the... One double-A conferences. But Tennessee Martin can play. They have a quarterback named Keon Howard, who is very similar to uh, the Shelley kid who is playing for the Bears, Jason Shelley. Similar in regards to the fact that this is not his first college for whom he's played. This Keon Howard, who's thrown for just under 2,000 yards this year, played for Southern Miss and Tulane before he came over to finish his career at Tennessee Martin. And in Jason Shelley's case, he started at Utah, went to Utah State, and now he's finishing his career at Missouri State. The thing about Keon Howard is he's thrown for just under 2,000 yards. Jason Shelley has thrown for over 3,000 while here at Missouri State University. So I think you're going to see probably an aerial offensive game. Tennessee Martin can score. They've had games in the 40s. They do run the ball pretty well. But the base of their offense is Keon Howard, and he is a very good, solid football player. But you need more than that. You need the whole front line to run for you and set the pace for you. You need the protection. You need the outstanding core of wide receivers, and that's what Missouri State has. I think this plays in the Bears' favor, and I think the Bears probably come away with the first-round win. Hope we're not putting the pressure on them, but I, I really feel like they have a good chance. We will be very, very, very excited. Either way, you've got it. You've got to be excited because the culture's changed, and for the longest time, 
people couldn't say the words excitement in Missouri State football in the same sentence. And that's all changed in the last couple of years, which is a good thing. And I think that's great for the community, especially since I'm a big football fan. I went to the school, this school, never really got a chance to enjoy it. Now, all these years later, we are. And that's awesome. Um, so, uh, pretty crazy Monday night football game last night, wouldn't you say? Well, it's pretty much the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The New York Giants aren't ready for prime time yet. Yeah, I know they played the Chiefs a close game, but they're not, they're not solid nor together. And Tampa Bay wins by a score of 30-10 to 10 over the New York Giants last night. And it was pretty much a methodical football game. Nothing really exciting about it. Tom Brady was in control most of the way. Yes, the game was tied at one time, 10-10. to 10, but Brady was completing his passes with the offensive line, was playing very well for him, and Tampa Bay pretty much had things in control. So it's a win for the Bucks, 30-10, to 10, and that sets the stage for some pretty good pro football coming up on Thursday and then later on this weekend. Going to be some great games, and like I said, uh, I was talking about this earlier, Thursday we got football today, Friday we got college football, Saturday we got college football, and Sunday we got the NFL. <laughs> it's my favorite week, one of my favorite weeks in sports. Uh, so besides the Bears, um, we did have some other uh, pretty interesting college basketball games last night, didn't we? Numbers one and two both did play last night. Number one, Gonzaga, huge over Central Michigan, 107-54. to Number two, UCLA played Bellarmine. Now, a lot of folks around this area recognize the name Bellarmine because they were in Drury's Conference up until two years ago, but they've gone Division One now. And the Bellarmine Knights out of Louisville, Kentucky, did give UCLA a pretty good game. 75-62 to was the final. Missouri played last night, or rather they served as the opponent for Florida State, and Florida State is really, really good. They have, get this, they have four kids who are seven feet or over in their, in their game they alternate them quite a bit, but they're all athletic. They're not just big guys who go in the post. They can all play. Florida State, 81, Missouri, 58. And Arkansas played your guys, K-State, last night. And the Razorbacks win by a score of 72-64 to 64 in a pretty good basketball game. Anyway, some basketball action, a whole lot more going on tonight. And, hey, that's what makes the holiday season a whole lot of fun. Like I said, it's one of my favorite weeks. And uh, if you like sports, there is something to do this week. That is for sure. Ned, we'll talk desserts and your favorite Thanksgiving desserts tomorrow. I'll see you then.